This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, everyone. It's your favorite podcast host here, Joe Redman, just letting you know that the TalkSport fan network is now proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Football on the Sports Social Podcast Network is brought to you by BetVictor, where new signings are guaranteed a great debut. Join and choose your welcome offer at betvictor.com. 18 plus, be gambleaware.org. Step back for Arfield. One up early. Scott Arfield. He's been threatening that recently. And all the Burnley players run to the Darwin end. What a goal from Robbie Blake! Burnley's first goal in the Premier League is something very, very special. Wade Elliott has that change of pace and he's got away from Montgomery. It's the path of McCann and the follow-up plays the net. What a strike from Wade Elliott. A bolt from the Clarendon Blue. I mean, if there's any justice in the world, Burnley would surely score from this corner. Swung right in there. Ball in there. Yes! Michael Kennan! Oh, that's justice! That is justice at the Amex Stadium! Burnley a level and deserve to be! Hello everybody and welcome back to the first, there we go, I forgot to get rid of the picture, the first episode of the full-time show uh, this season after a home game. Uh, Burnley won, Luton Town won, not the result that we were looking for, but at the end of the day, it's still a decent enough result in my opinion. They're a decent side, you know, they, they finished in the playoffs last season. Unlike Uddersfield, they have um, not lost two of their best players and lost their manager. Um my my opinion is first half we, we were a little bit off it, a little bit off it. We had all the possession and all the ball, uh, but we couldn't really do anything with it at all. So found the first half quite frustrating. It just 
people, I, I put on Twitter at half time saying, we need a striker, we need a striker. People's like, what do you mean we need a striker? We had a chance to miss. But I've just felt like we'd have played a little bit differently, you know, if we'd have had a striker. Um, and and my, one of my main worries as well was at the back, at the, the goal that we conceded. I've not had a chance to watch it back yet. Um, I felt Norwich could have done better with it. The defenders could have done better with it. But I did feel that with an inexperienced back line and an inexperienced goalkeeper, I did feel that stuff like that would be happening at certain points this season. Um, but second half, much, much better. Um, what's he called? The new lad, Mamo Benson, came on. I'm going to get used to all these new names. Um, and I thought he were brilliant. Honestly, I really, really think I think he were brilliant. Someone's, I've already seen someone saying on Twitter we've upgraded from McNeil. I'm not sure about that just yet. Um, but um, at least at least Benson will have you know free reign to go forward, and which to be fair, we can slag McNeil off as much as we want. He, he didn't really have much free reign to, to do whatever he wants. Get your comments in, though. We get we're just getting a few comments coming in now. We will read them out. Uh, I've got three guests ready and waiting already. Not like last week where I'm begging you to come on. Like please, I'm on my own. Someone come on this week. I've got three people ready to come on the show. We'll get into that in a minute. I do want to get some of your comments in and read some of your comments first. So please. Get your comments in, but I'll tell you what I am going to do first. There we go. We're going to look at some of the results so far. Uh, I say so far from today. So Norwich one, Wigan one, Bristol two, Sunderland three. Good result that for Sunderland. Um, they haven't lost yet, have they? Drew with Coventry last week and obviously won today, so they'll be on four points like us. Obviously, Burnley won, Luton won, QPR three, Middlesbrough two. That's a bad result for Middlesbrough. This team that's supposed to be, you know, doing very, very well. All right, admittedly, they've got a man sent off there. Uh, Reading two, Cardiff one. I thought Reading would be in trouble this season. Um, and I think, they, I can't remember what they did last season, to be honest. But, you know, that's another that's another win for them. I say another. I don't think they won last week. Um, Sheffield United, they've managed to get off to winning ways that they struggled last week. Stoke beating Blackpool. I think Blackpool will, will struggle. And we'll just skip over that last result, shall we? We won't mention that whatsoever. But let's have a look at the league table. Where is the league table? Where is it? There it is. Oh, for God's sake. We'll just cut that top bit off. There we go. So second is Sunderland. I'm surprised we're still fourth, uh, if I'm honest with you. I thought we'd have gone a little bit further down than that. But having said that, you know, there's only four teams on four points. So I'm obviously talking absolute rubbish. But Hull in fifth, Sheffield United in sixth. Uh, Watford have only played the one game. QPR, then Reading and Cardiff. Down at the bottom, we've got Uddersfield. I mean, yeah, they look poor, didn't they? I, I weren't sure whether it were us being class on um, Friday or then being poor, but I, I think it was a bit of both now. I think it's fair to say it's 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 one of them um, where I think that they're, they're very, very poor um, and we did play very well, uh, having said that, um, up at Huddersfield the other day. But I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to start bringing some people in just as I uh, read some comments out because I've had somebody saying, look at Rover's stats it says they were effing shite, pal. God knows where those goals come from. I, I haven't seen any of the stats, to be honest with you, mate, or, or watched any of, of their highlights yet. And I, I, I don't intend to, if I'm going to be perfect. Like, well, if it's on the EFL show tonight. I'll probably watch it. Um, Bob Devine says over 1,200 passes in just two games and over 70% possession. Obviously, that was in both as well. Who is this Clarity Blue team? We are watching more of the same, please. We just need a prolific striker. Four points from two games, and we are doing good. I think a prolific striker and an experienced centre-half for me. Uh, Ryan Collins says, not feeling Taylor at centre-half. I'd push Martson up and get him back into left-back. 100% need a striker or two, though. Uh, Barnes needs to be someone playing off him. I, I I love Barnes, but I do think his time's up now, if I'm being honest with you. He spent a lot of the time on the floor and stuff again today, not really making too much happen, but I, I do love him. Uh, Luke Williams says, VK out, obviously. We presume that's a joke. Um, FPL Bick says, Benny changed the game. 
get a goal scorer, we will have a chance. I think we've got a chance regardless, but I do think we need a goal scorer. I 100% agree with that. And Benson, he was class. He, he, he was class. Uh, Sa- Simon Edmondson, sorry, the, the bloody thing's moved up. Weird, like, a bit like Twitter does. He said, sound are all good, some teething problems, but it will get better. And oh, how funny is Cov game getting called off? Uh, yeah, we, we won't, we won't, we won't. It's funny, but we won't try and go too much into that fake rivalry. Uh, True Red Forest fan, he's always in the chat. He says, from what I've heard, People, Ashley Barnes isn't good enough anymore. Yeah, I just said that. We'll see on the highlights later on, but a point seems a fair result for both teams. I, he's a legend, but I, I know Jay's injured and I know Twine's injured, but it's 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 one of them for me. I, I just, I, I wouldn't be playing Barnes. I, I love him. He'll it, it, come on as an impact sub, you know, and stuff like that. That's my opinion. Uh, Ross Williamson says, how can you get on? Apologies, my camera's frozen. It does this. Those of you that watch regularly, you will know. Unfreeze, please. Unfreeze. I don't think it's going to freeze this time. Um, but we've got free guests on, mate, today, so we should be okay. Uh, we might not need somebody else, but thank you for 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 asking. Uh, I tell you what, if this ain't, if this is just going to do that, I might have to I might have to get rid of it and try something else. Um, Laura Briggs says, "Mark City sensational. Amuris is a liability." That's all I've got to say. Uh, Aya, by the way, yeah, Aya. I tell you what, because I'm frozen, I'm going to bring some movement in. So Neil. NFL Sunday Ticket is now on YouTube and YouTube TV, which means that you can stay close to your team even if you don't live in their town. Like, maybe you're a Raven who married a Seahawk who got a job in the land of the Falcons. With NFL Sunday Ticket, you can watch your team's out-of-market Sunday afternoon games no matter where you live because you shouldn't have to change teams even if you change towns. NFL Sunday Ticket, now on YouTube and YouTube TV. Go to youtube.com slash presale to get $50 off. Terms and embargoes apply. Offer ends 919. No refund. Subscription auto renews. Can you still hear me? Yeah, I can hear you, mate. Yeah, no yeah, everyone can hear me fine. Right, good. Uh, Neil, your thoughts on the game then, please, mate? Yeah, well, I think you you summed it up in uh, It's a Game of Two Halves. I think the first half uh, effect, we had all the possession with nothing to do with it. And second half, we looked a bit more promising. I've seen a few people yeah. say that we, we got ditched, that we were the yeah. team that got ditched, essentially. And I think that's pr- pretty much what it was. But... Um, I'm still optimistic for this season. I still think we've got a good team there. It's a good result. Um, Luton aren't, aren't a bad team by any stretch of imagination. It's a new team, new structure, new management team. He's not been with them that long. Uh, pre-season's been really short. And I do think we are just a, a natural goal scorer. We're not, I'm not too worried about that because I think Jay will bang in this league. I think he'll get some goals in this league when he's fit. Um, yeah. I do think... I, I'm a bit sad that Vidra's gone because I think he would have been mint. I think he would have filled that gap in this league. Um but he's gone, so we've we've got to move on from that. But I'm, I still think it's it's a good result, and the performance is there. And I just think this t- this team's still gelling. We just need to just let them go. I just hope that the bubble hasn't burst a little bit because it's been a bit of a feel good factor, and it's a young team. We just need to just keep that momentum going because it's still it's still a decent result. We're still unbeaten, so. Yeah, 25 unbeaten now, and obviously two unbeaten this season, which is the important stat. We'll have fun with that 25 unbeaten, won't we? But yeah, Yeah. I'm not that arsed about that, if I'm being honest with you. I just want to stay unbeaten this season. But uh, a few people sort of like saying, you know, we need a a few more signings. Is it mainly striker that we need to strengthen, do you think? No, I think with you, I think we do need a bit of experience. The the goal annoyed me a bit because company was a world-class defender, so you would expect that he's drilled into them that those things shouldn't happen and I get it's a young team and stuff but for a defence a, a manager who's, whose background is defence to concede a goal like that is a little bit annoying so maybe a little bit of experience in centre-off I've seen a comment earlier about Taylor at centre-off I'm not convinced by that either um, 
just bring bring some experience at centre half, just like a leader at the back, someone to organise them a little bit, and and someone to get the goals. Um, and I think we'll be fine. But I, I, I'm sort of I agree with what you said. I think we'll be fine anyway. I don't think by any stretch we're we're going to be poor this season. We're going to be a good team. But if we get that goal scorer, I think we'll be fine. Yeah, can can everybody still hear it? Yeah, yeah, can hear yeah. Yeah, a bit of an echo there as well. Um, yeah, I'll just quickly mute all that. Um, yeah, sorry, camera issues, not like it's done that. Uh, so I had to come out, go into another one. Uh, but yeah, I was listening. But yeah, I, I, I do agree. I think I think the striker is is pretty much needed. Um, but uh, a central defender as well. There's a few comments on Murich. What do you think about Murich? Yeah, he's a heart attack, isn't he, watching him? But uh, I think we... I don't think we can judge any of them. I think we need to give him a few more games because yeah, he's not had much to do, has he? He's not really had that much to do. We haven't conceded that many shots other than the goal. So I think, and I can't really say he was at fault for the goal. So I think we just need to um, give a bit more time before we make an opinion on him. But he is a, he's going to give a few people a heart attack, I think, the way he plays. Yeah, I just think it's, uh, I just think it's, I just think it's us getting used to it more than yeah, anything exactly, else. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I've said it myself a few times. It's going to take a while to get used to it, but he's, he's not done anything wrong. He's just no, inviting no. the pressure, and then that's all. Yeah, of thing. but but maybe that's the way that um, company wants us to play. Maybe he's, it's all about that the way that he wants us to set up. He's you know it's we've had ten years of dice, haven't we? It's new for everybody, so it's um, yeah, it's getting used to everybody. The new the new way of playing, you know, you can sit there and think, oh, Nick Port wouldn't have done that, but it's not how it is anymore, is it? It's, we've just got to. Get used to it. Yeah, fair enough. Completely agree with that. And um, yeah, it's it's another thing as well. Um, Costello's got a few questions about Costello in there. What, what do you what do you, what do you feel about him? Obviously, he's still a youngster. He's still learning yeah. the trade. He's been thrown in, but you know he he's has. done he's done relatively well. He's done well. It's just that end product for me that's not there. But I think that'll come. I think he just needs. Yeah, he just needs more games. I think, but it's the same with every team. I think once they all gel, because it. They're all young lads, really, and they're all playing in some of them in England for the first time and stuff like that. Um, so he's no better or no worse than some of the other lads in the team, but um, it's just that in product, he does look decent, he looks a good player. Um, but we're just gonna have to be patient with him, I think, which is why we need a few a, a bit more strength just to take that pressure off him a little bit. Yeah, I agree with that. It's uh, as well, sort of thinking of uh, predictions as well for the for the for the um. Where, where, where do you think we'll be towards the end of the season sort of thing? Like, Do you think we'll be there thereabouts? Do you think we'll finish top yeah. two? What, what are you thinking? Uh, I don't know. When Vinny came in and I was in a bit of sort of summer holiday hysteria, I had us down for champions. Um, I'd, I don't think we'll be champions, but I don't think we'll be that far off it. So if we're not set, we could be. I mean, that's the thing with the championship is that we could be champions as easily as we could not be. But... Um, I think playoffs is probably where we'll end up. Um, and then that's a bit of a lottery from there, isn't it? But I think we'll end up in the playoff places. But so for me, it's too, I don't know, it's too early, isn't it? We've got some strong teams in there. I think we've got... Um, well, I, I don't know. I don't know, to be honest. Is, is it, my honest answer is that we need to... I need to see... We need to have more games, don't we? It's a bit too early to call it. I just think that... If we get some injuries or if we have a couple of bad results, we don't really know how the team's going to react to it. Um, so I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah. It's hard to say. I, we could be top two, but I mean, 
as a minimum, I'd, I'd expect us to be playoffs. But if we get that goal scorer, um, just the way that company's got us playing, if we've got a goal scorer in there, I think we'll be absolutely fine. Absolutely fine. Yeah, um, fair enough, fair enough. But it's just, it's nice to just get excited for me. It's, you know, I like his philosophy as he, want, he wants people to go home entertained. Now, I wasn't there today, unfortunately, because timings and whatnot. But if I've, if I've driven down from up here last season, it was an absolute ball ache going down to watch that game and come back again, knowing what I was going to, knowing what we're watching. But this season, I'm excited yeah. to go and I think it's going to be great. No matter what the result, at least we're going to be entertained by the, the type of football they play and the players we've got. Yeah, fair enough. Apologies for all the issues. Neil, can you still hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, no bother. Yeah, happy days. Um, I don't know why it's doing all this. It's doing my head in. Uh, but I know you need to go, mate. So I'll let you go. Um, no bother, mate. And then... Sorry, what was that, mate? I said no bother. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I'm having to mute you because of the echo. It's doing my head in. Apologies, everybody. I hope, I hope it's not as bad for you as it is for me. Because uh, if it is, I'll we'll have to scrap the show completely. Uh, but Neil, it's been a pleasure. It's good to have you back on, mate. And hopefully I can, have you, I can see you more. As the as the season goes on, yeah, definitely all good now, mate. Yeah, that's all, mate. I do appreciate nice. that. Thank you. Um, apologies, everybody, and apologies. I think Neil was talking there, but I couldn't hear him. Um, but yeah, it's the echoes doing my fucking head. I don't know why it's doing it. I honestly don't know why it's doing it. The fucking camera went, and I tried to sort it out, and it's gone. Um, but good to see all the comments still coming in. Uh, been a lot of people chatting about uh, Murich. I've seen yeah TikTok. I, I do agree with this. It says with the ball at his feet, he's done his job. I agree with that. He's, he's not done anything wrong. I, I do feel. At the time, I felt like the goal wasn't necessarily his fault, just him, but it, it was the entire defence was was at fault for it, if that makes sense. Whereas if it was Popey in goal, and it's unfair to, to, to compare him to Popey all the time, um, then uh, I feel like he would have caught it and, and then the, and then it would have been it, it would have been um, completely fine. Ryan Collins has just said it sounds all good for us. Thank you for that. Well, that's put me at ease then. So I'll, I'll just carry on going. I'll just have to to mute people as I'm talking to them, because when I bring people in, I can hear a bit of an echo and stuff. Uh, so we're going to bring Jamie in. Jamie's new. He's not been on before. I'll have to unmute. So this second seat, you can tell when I'm because I'm still made in. But Jamie, your thoughts on the game? Um, for me, today's game was um, welcome to the championship. You know, yeah. this is what it is. Um, I was quite surprised with Huddersfield in the last game of kind of like how uh, they didn't respond to us that well. Second half, obviously, they did. But, but today was a very physical challenge that we was up against. Um, and I think the the guest before said it, and, and I saw it on Twitter as well. We, 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 we did get a bit of dice ball against us. Um, yeah. Very physical, very direct. Um, your man, uh, Adebayo, he was, he was, he scared me every time he got the ball. Um, but other than that, I think without using the the, the Dutch phrase fine that fine margins, I think we made one mistake um, that cost us the goal. Um, but other than that, we didn't really do a lot wrong. I don't think. Um, you know, there's a, there's a one or two hairy moments, but who can go 90 minutes in a football game without hairy moments? You know, I, I think this team is still learning, and I don't think they did a lot wrong today. You know. Yeah, fair enough. First off, we were a little bit off it though, weren't we? Um, they, they, I, I just don't think, from my point of view, I just don't think we expected them to press us as well as they did because they didn't let us settle. Whereas last week, Huddersfield just pretty much said, hey, you've got the ball, do what you want with it. Whereas Luton, they were pressing us, we couldn't handle it that well. And then they put balls into the box, which again is something that we haven't had to deal with under this new regime. 
Yeah, I think what I got from this first the first half today was going into the Huddersfield game. There was a bit of a masterstroke from Vincent Company where there was only what one game that could have been viewed by you know the tactical the the, the scouts and stuff. And what I got from the first half of this game is they'd watched us against Huddersfield or someone had watched how we'd played and they figured out a way to press us in that they'd let us play to midfield and then they'd be, they'd be cutting off our midfield passes and then they'd just break on us straight away and they'd just swarm us, basically. Yeah. Um, and I think that was uh, a masterclass by by their coaching staff. Um, they, they'd done brilliant with that. Um, and I think they just figured out how to play us. And to be honest, I think then company had a task at halftime to go away and go, right, they figured out how, how do we then change this? And we came out and we got that confidence back and we started playing it a bit more. So that, that's kind of how I saw it. Again, I didn't see us anything wrong with what we did. I think they just learned how to play against us from that one game. Yeah, it's good. The good news is I got rid of the echo. So <laughs> I can get in. Um, but yeah, I agree with that. There's, there's two sides of that, isn't there? Because we went into this Huddersfield game and nobody knew what Burnley were going to do. Nobody knew how we were going to settle. You had an idea because you could look at companies the way a company played at, at Anderlecht. And if you'd watched us in pre-season, you could have got a bit of an idea. But Huddersfield obviously didn't do their own work. They didn't have a clue how we were going to set up. But then the more teams see, see us play, the more teams will know how to play against us. But at the same time, on the flip side of that, camera, please unfreeze. Um, on the flip side of that, there we go. On the flip side of that, the more we play together, the more we gel. So it kind of like works both ways, doesn't it? But obviously you think today that Luton have, have kind of done their own work on us sort of thing. Yeah, and it, 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 again, it just reminded me of a very much when we when we would play Man City or Liverpool minus the 5-0, um, where we'd sit and we'd wait and we'd wait for a pass to just go awry and then we'd nick the ball and just swarm. And it, it, yeah. it was just that kind of performance. I still quite can't quite get my head around um, how our defence works at the moment um, because there's, there's times where Charlie Taylor is playing more of a left-back than a centre-back. Yeah, he's, he's getting dragged so far out left that you just don't quite, I don't know where he's going. Um, and you do see him when, when he's approaching, like when, when someone's approaching with the ball, I think he is treating it a little bit more like a left back where you'd, you'd back off and you'd show him on a certain side. Maybe that's what Vincent Company wants. But yeah. for me, a centre-back needs to back off a certain thing and then, then engage when they need to engage. I don't feel like Taylor does that as much. Um so I think we do need to work on set pieces is, is something we need to work on because our recovery of the ball in the first half after set pieces came in was, was shoddy. And that's what yeah. led to the goal. Obviously, we, we just couldn't reorganise ourselves, couldn't get out yeah. of our own six-yard box and then ball fell, falls in between, I think it was Taylor and Matson, and we just couldn't recover it. And I think we need to work on that. It's some of this going to happen as the team gels yeah. and develops. And they nearly won it in a similar sort of carbon copy sort of goal at the end, didn't they? Ball into the box, bit of chaos. I was expecting the ball to fucking nestle. But I've, I've highlighted a comment from Bob. He says, Taylor Howard belly seems a gem. Obviously, we're just talking about the defence um, at the back. Thought he caught well with that giraffe up front and was very composed with the ball, especially as the last man for a young lad's class. Now, he is the England, England under-21 captain. And I do like Taylor. I'm just... I'd see what people are saying about Charlie. You mentioned it yourself. He were, he were very good against um, Uddersfield, but you can tell he's playing out of position. 
So I think for me, we're bringing like, if, if we'd have kept Ben Mee, for example, or Collins, one of them two, or obviously Tarky, but none of us ever thought Tarky was staying. Somebody, somebody next to Taylor like that would have been perfect. I think that's what we need to do. We need to try and go out now and get somebody to stand next to Taylor Harewood Bellis. I mean, sorry, not Charlie Taylor, Taylor Harewood Bellis. And and just be that rock, whereas he is he is still he's good. Don't get me wrong, he is good, but he's still a little bit sort of like rough around the edges. Isn't it? But I think if we have uh, Taylor Howard Bellis and a, another centre back, and then maybe Charlie Taylor at left back or whatever, and push Martin a little bit further forward, and obviously Connor Roberts right back, that'll be a very very good defence. I always think that with centre backs and defensive midfielders, if no one notices you in a game, you've done a good job. Hmm. And no one has said anything about, like, other than the comment there about him being good. No one said he's made a howler. And that, to me, yeah. says that he's doing a fantastic job. And he is for a young lad. Um, yeah, the Kuyate bid um, is, a, you know, I just think, I think it'd be a bit harsh on Taylor. Not Taylor Howard, but, but Charlie. Because, <laughs> yeah, there's too many Taylors. Um when you, if you bring him in, if you bring in another centre back, I wouldn't drop Matson for yeah. Charlie Taylor because Matson brings this kind of like um, this unpredictability where he's 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 a left back, but he isn't. He's, he's making his way into the box, and is I think that's how company wants to play is is wing backs is, is bringing him into the box and stuff, you know. Um, yeah, I see I see that there we lose the attacking threat of Taylor, but. Isn't Matson doing that a little bit better as well? He's getting into the box. He's scored. He's he's, he's always looking threatening when he's going forward. You don't know where he's going to pop up. I yeah. think it'd be very harsh. I think. It'd and be and very as Laura harsh. says, he's he's very good. as Matson. He obviously man of the match. Well, not Cullen got man of the match, didn't he? Against Huddersfield, but he got man of the match today um, from the sponsors and all that much. Um, but company said. Um, when Cullen got the man of the match last week, it should have been Martin. So Martin's done very well. So would you, if we did bring in Kuyate, would you be dropping Charlie and then keeping Martin and Roberts at the fullbacks and then obviously putting in Kuyate next to Harewood Bellis? It's tough. It's tough mm. because I, I, I love Taylor. Charlie, I love Charlie. He's, he's, he's been fantastic for us. He's been a fantastic servant. I just, just don't think he's... I think in his mind, he's still a left-back. Now, we say that, we say that, and look at Ben Mee. Yeah. Ben Mee was a left-back when he came into the club, played left-back for a while. It took him a while to get over to the centre-back role, but he then took on the centre-back role, and I'd say he's one of the best centre-backs that's played for us, in my memory, anyway. You know, yeah. So, I think, like anything with this system, like anything with this team, it might just need more time, more, more patience. Like, say, today... There wasn't much wrong with what we did, other than a little bit of confusion. And I think that's a set-piece issue, issue as opposed to a, an open-play issue. In open-play, yeah. I don't think there's any issues. You know, I think it, we, we need to work on our recovery after set-pieces, getting out of the box, and, and, and then we can then recover you know, a lot quicker. Because if, if you remember under Daesh, we'd, we'd play the set-piece, and then we'd be out of the box straight away. I've still got echoes in my head of Tom Heaton's out every time that we do that and we might just need that from Murich, a bit more communication yeah. to get people out of the box, you know, um, yeah. which by the way, Murich as well, I know that he's been getting bashed a lot and, and stuff. I think he's doing fantastic. Got a bit lucky today on uh, 
on one of the tackles there where I think uh, Adebayo was was free when he, he kind of like did the whole jump thing and it came off him. But other yeah. than that, I think Biarritz is doing brilliant. The goal he couldn't do much about, I don't think. Yeah, you know, it, it was unorthodox him doing that, but it, it saved us at the end of the day. It weren't his fault that, that, that the lad got in behind the defence so easily. And he's rushed out, unorthodox admittedly, but it, but he's done quite well. Last one from me for you then, Jamie. Um, we've spoken there a little bit about sort of like... Um, maybe putting Taylor out wide and, and pushing Markson on. I'm just quickly scrolling up to try and find a comment that I saw from Quilter. Uh, and he says, have you spoken much about Benson yet, George? I just want to ask you, because I've, I've spoken about him on Twitter. I've asked people what people's thoughts were. We'll bring that in after I ask you this question, Jamie, before I bring Sean in. What did you think of, uh, of Benson, who, who, who came obviously in the second, came on at half time for his debut today? Benson, yeah, he changed the game. He was, he was uh, eager to take players on. He had the hunger to bring the ball forward and, and, and get it into the box. He was um, a lot more direct than any of our players were today. You know, um, I think I saw a stat that of 70% possession in the first half, 74% was in the final third, and yet we yeah. didn't register a shot on target. He comes on in that third, uh, half-time, which, uh, again, is a masterstroke from the company, bringing him on at half-time. They knew something was wrong, uh, and he changed the dynamic of how we how we approached the final third. So. I think he's going to be a great signing. I just hope that he doesn't do um, either go injured like a like Cornet would, yeah. or, um, or or become a bit of a McNeil where he just goes a bit flat. So, um, but other than that, it looks it looks brilliant. Um, brings fall forward and he's happy to get it into the box. A few more yeah, goals he's happy to, to try and take a man on as well. He's happy to be on the front foot, running with the ball. He's just. <sighs> It would get him. It would get him. At one point, uh, just down the side of the left, uh, the bob in front of the Bob Lord, he took the man on, did the hard work. And then instead of just then running with the ball, he tried to put a ball in. It ended up being a shit ball, and the player break down. His class, it just I think he just needs to, to to play with us for a little bit more, and then it'll probably come a little bit more for him as well. Yeah, it's just it's, it's those little things around the edges which Vincent will work on with him. I think the one thing we are missing with him, and it's been said umpteen times on Twitter today and everything like that, we need a striker who's going to sit in the six yard box 100%. and wait for that ball. A Vidra, we need a Vidra. Yeah. Yeah, we do. We need a video. But unfortunately, he's <laughs> gone. Unfortunately, he's gone. Twine could fit into that. Jay could fit into that. I love Barnes, but I, I don't I don't think it's going to work with just Barnes up front anymore. He just spend a lot of the time on the floor. But, Jamie, thank you for coming on. First time on Turfcast, how did you find it? All right? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'd be happy to come back uh, anytime. Um, enjoyed it. We'll be, happy, we'll be happy to have you back, mate. But thanks for that. Um, just read some more comments out about, um, what's he called? Uh, Benson. Um, there's not much coming actually, so we won't. But I'll tell you what I will do. I will read out some of the comments on Twitter that I received, like I said I would do, because I asked a question on Twitter about Manuel Benson. It's loading on your screen there. Is I said thoughts on Manuel Benson today? Question about hashtag Twitter Clarice. And by the way, if you're not following us on Twitter, please do. Uh Noah said best player in the world. Completely agreed. Um Stephanie says, was impressed to say he's only been with us a couple of days. I think he will do well. Uh, completely agree. Um, and this is the comment I was referring to earlier. Stan Hill Claret said, is it too early to suggest we've upgraded from McNeil? I think it is, but I do like that comment, though, um, so you can have a like it. Johnny Tate, who's, you know, too busy in the box for Turfcast these days, says things can only get better. Uh, Liam Pre thank you for the video and the pictures, though, Johnny. I really do appreciate it. Um, Liam Preston says he's very good. I'd start him and Vitinho versus Watford. I'd definitely start Benson. I think Vitinho's more of an impact player. Um, if I'm being honest, uh, Chris Horner says, Look, lively, we'll be getting plenty of crosses into the box for a hopefully new striker to get on the end of. Andy says, Very good, gives us pace creativity, which we've been craving for. Hope Bettini will great when he came on too. Uh, the Burnley way, very, you know, 
I think you can all work out what he means by that. Uh, Charlie says, special player. Uh, John Fitzpatrick. He's the one I saw in the pub today, I think. Hi, John. Thanks for coming over and saying hello. Uh, look lively for sure. Matt Norris says, quality. You get the drift. You get the drift. So a lot of people are, are pretty impressed with him. But we have got one more guest waiting. So I will bring Sean in now. If you watched it last week, you will remember Sean. Sean, hopefully your microphone's still okay. It's not. I can't hear you. What's happened to your microphone? This episode is brought to you by FX's Welcome to Wrexham. Celebrity owners Rob McElhenney and Ryan Reynolds' small-town Welsh football club is fighting for a chance at promotion. These two Hollywood stars lead a team in the midst of history in the making, while dedicated staff and supporters hold on to a dream of returning the team and this working-class town in Wales to glory. FX's Welcome to Wrexham premieres September 12th on FX. Stream on Hulu. Right, two minutes. I'll read out more comments while while Sean message about his microphone because we, we had this before. Oh, can you hear me now? I can hear you now. I'm not bushy, Dick. Way that's for uh, <laughs> Phoenix Nats fans. If you don't watch Phoenix, actually, won't get it. anyway. How are you? Yeah, not too bad, thanks. You, Joe? Yeah, good, thanks, mate. So, your thoughts and opinions on that football game? Oh well, um, I think in terms of result, you have to be pleased. Yeah, I think if, if you go back to before the season started and you say Huddersfield, Luton, four points, I think you take it. Yeah, I, I'd have took that hundred percent. I, I, I remember, I remember saying I just didn't want to because I, I was worried that we'd go into the Blackpool game, which is obviously after the Watford game, I think. Mm. Yeah, um, I remember thinking that, thinking we could very possibly go into this game having lost all three games, and then there'll be panic stations, everyone's pressure will be on Vincent, but obviously we won the first game. We've got a point against a very good and very physical and, uh, and you know, a, a well, you know, it's oiled championship side. And yeah, if we get beat against Watford, so be it. They're a very good side. They've got three very good forwards. It won't be the end of the world. But then we go with Dick Blackpool, which, you know, I think we will. And everything will, everything will be all right. So we'd have definitely took that 100%. I agree with that. Yeah, I think Luton are going to be up there come the end of the season. And I think they're one of the biggest teams we'll play against, which was Ireland doing today. They were bigger than yeah. us. Yeah, yeah. They barely yeah. does. Yeah, they did. They did, didn't they? But it's it's one that we've spoken to Neil and Jamie obviously about um, potential of bringing people in. Obviously, strikers seems to be the one that everyone's talking about. Even everyone in the comments now. Do you agree? Do we need an out and out striker, a, a poacher? Um, on one hand, yes, I think we'd benefit from that. And I think with Vidra going, as sad as I am to see him go, I think with that decision having been made now, and we know he's left. I think we can now look at bringing someone in. And the fact we were linked with uh, Malika, however you say his name, a few yeah. weeks ago, shows that it's something the club are looking at. So I think getting that decision on Vidra will accelerate that. Uh, on the other hand, um, I don't know how much it would have changed, especially first half. Yeah. But then again, Barnsley, as much as I love him, probably could have had two today. Yeah, it's, it's one of them. Like, I do agree with that. Like We didn't have any chances to miss in the first half, but I feel like we would have played differently. There were a lot of dicking about with it, and I get that we're going to have to get used to that. A lot of dicking about with it on the edge of the box, and a lot of passing it backward and forward, waiting for something to open up. A striker would have made a run to try and make something open up, whereas nobody was making it. That Making them runs, that's why we're dicking about with it. But it's, yeah. do you think then a, a centre-back's probably more important? Um... Or maybe another winger? I don't know if I'd say more important. I'd say probably equal importance. Yeah. And I think with Charlie Taylor, I think 
it's going to take him a, a little while to learn the position because it does. When you move from having the touchline helping you to being in the middle of the pitch, it's a big change. And then yeah. I think when you play in teams like Huddersfield or those teams that are going to be lower down the league and we're going to have a lot, I mean, we had a lot of the ball today, but when you're going to have a lot of the ball and defending isn't necessarily the most important thing, because he's so good on the ball, I think he works as a centre-back, which is why he yeah. works well against Huddersfield. Whereas today you've got Adebayo up front, who's massive, and we're being pressed hard, and it's more physical. And that's where I think you need that more experienced centre-back. Yeah, yeah, I do agree with that. But I do think we'll have a lot of games, as you've said, where we don't have to do too much defending, like we didn't against Huddersfield. So there's going to be games where it would be an option to keep him there. Um, Matt Lawcock, just on the striker debate, he says, I wouldn't say Porcher, just someone good on the ball. Jack G7 says, I think we need a tall, pacey striker that will play in the line and give us an option to go along when we need it. Today felt like it was all good until the final third when we just went backwards. I, I agree with that, yeah, especially in the first half. Majority of the first half, it was frustrating just sticking about with it and not even to be fair in the second half. Um, I want to talk about the goal though, because it was quite similar to last week's goal, weren't it? Edge mm. of the box sort of thing, bent in another kind of well worked goal, which frustrated me because when they played it like that and played football, they scored the goal. When they did it against Huddersfield, they scored the goal and had the chances like they did with the with the Connor Roberts thing from uh, Cullen. But a lot of the time today was spent putting it in the box was against the Luton side who's taller than us more physical than us obviously that's where we've come and stuck weren't it yeah though I think Costello put some good crosses in it tended yeah. to be him putting the crosses in there were a couple yeah. that were really dangerous that went kind of back stick and no one got on them uh, and a few that got hit blocked by the first man but they looked dangerous and um but I think those crosses going in were because he's young and inexperienced whereas the older yeah. players were Recycling it, trying to move it across. Yeah. Um, I think it says a lot that it was Bastion that went off at half-time rather than Costello. I thought it was poor, though. I did think Bastion was poor. It was good against Huddersfield. I thought it was a bit poor today. And obviously, we're changing the system as well. Yeah. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I don't think he was as good as he was last week. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that was because of what Luton were doing. Because they seem to be cut closing the passing lanes and getting tight quickly, especially compared to Huddersfield. Yeah. Um, thanks for the comments there, West Ham fan in the chat. Obviously, uh, good luck to Corny at West Ham. But Matt Lawcock says, as shit as it sounds, Veghorst would suit this system. Would you agree with that, Sean? It has crossed my mind. Um, when we... I think Vidra would suit it more. Yeah. But I do think Veghorst... Chris Wood as well. Like, you just need a finisher. Just a finisher. Yeah. Which we don't oh, have at the minute. If you go back a few years, I think Sam Volks would have been brilliant in this. Yeah, Sam Volks would have been. The, the pre-Stork Sam Volks, the Burnley Sam Volks, yeah. would have been brilliant. Not um, so much now, but the yeah. the Vane yeah. Volks yeah. would have been fantastic. Um, you've mentioned Costello there. Uh, you said you thought he played well, but you know, he uh, inexperienced short as well. It's one of them, though, isn't it? Like, the more he plays the better he's going to get. I've actually quite liked him, but I agree with everything you say. There were so many times where he just made the wrong choice, but he was eager, he was confident on the ball, he was running. And that's just something we haven't seen players do for so long. So it's good to see a youngster come in and do that as well. Absolutely. He just looks to get get at his man. Not necessarily yeah. beat them, but get them going backwards and 
try and get the ball into the danger area. Yeah. Um, which is nice to see. Uh, and then with Benson, he, he was unpredictable, wasn't he? But um, I think he's going to fill a little corner-shaped hole in my heart. Yeah. Is, uh, yeah, I think so. I think he's going to be one of them. Um, just quickly, this comment. I'm going to look at the fixtures that are coming up be uh, just before we do go. So I'll just read a couple more comments out. Jack G7 says, another thing that is catching us out is our players going down softly for a small nudge in the back and then getting caught out when it's not given. Now, I know Jamie was texting me saying he was frustrated with the refs. I forgot to ask Jamie that question, but he's gone now. Uh, what did you think of the referee? I, 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 there was... It's one of them, there's no clear cut like, oh my God, I can't believe he got that wrong. What an idiot. But there was a lot of stuff where it just sort of like, what is this? The linesman was frustrating me the most. The linesman down the Bob Lord side, he was the one that frustrated me the most. But the officials, what are you making the officials so far in the championship? I mean, you can tell that we're down a division compared to last year. Yeah. But um, I think part of it is, you know, the Premier League players are used to getting those decisions. I think part of it is continental players that are used to getting those decisions. And I watched the Norwich game that was the early kickoff. And yeah, again, they were going down very easily compared to Wigan and spent a lot of time on the floor. And I don't know if it's just a Premier League thing, or if it's just a, if I go down, we'll get the free kick and stop their attack thing. Yeah, and, and as, as Bob says, Barnes needs to understand this. It's Barnes that is the, the main culprit for that. But uh, mm -hmm. yeah, you, you think that the more we're in the championship, hopefully it's not that long, but you know, the more games are played this season is what I'm trying to say. Uh, we will get used to it. Last question that I'm going to read out. Uh, just actually, we'll mention Quilter's comment because I'm going to read Quilter's question now. He says, the ref was so bad, some head of hair on him though. Uh, yeah. And what is that? A referee with an Alice band. What is this yeah, about celebrity right, refs? That's, Mike Dean was on Soccer AM this morning. Yeah, I saw that as well. It's not right. No, the only right. thing Mike Dean should be doing is the Peter Crouch podcast occasionally and slaughtering chickens, and that's yeah. about it. Yeah. Uh, Reese Dean, is that the same Reese Dean that I went to college with? He says, up the Clarets, Joe, up the Clarets, Reese. Uh, Notorious BJB says, the officials are better in this league. No celebrity refs. That's literally what we spoke about, to be fair. With big egos and more importantly, no dodgy VAR to contend with. Matt Lawcock says, referees allow more contact, and rightly so. Play to the whistle. A uh, one comment I do want to read out. It's a bit off topic, sort of thing, as Quilter says, a random one. Uh, but is it me who'd like a signing from the US? I personally don't care uh, where the signings come from. Um, but if we're going to bring someone in from the US, then fine. What about you, Sean? Um, it's not something I'm actively hoping for. But yeah. when the owners came in with their links to the MSL, I thought it might happen. And then in terms of expanding the branding, I guess it would make sense to try and get into the American market. I think there might be an increase in interest from the States because of the owners. But now we've yeah. dropped down a division. It doesn't matter that much. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, Matt Lawcox had a beer because he says, yeah, just you. Like the Scottish League, shit. Uh, I have just seen um, a comment in the private chat from Jamie. So, Jamie, if you are listening... I'll wait till he turns around. He's, he's turned around. I'm going to bring you back in, Jamie. So, I'm going to bring you back in. There we go. There he is. Uh, he says, the coach decision at the end of the game, clear sending off. I presume you're on about when Roberts tried to take the throw in and they're gaffer, weren't it? Uh, I can't remember his name off the top of my head. Like an idiot. Nathan, Nathan Jones. Jones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he just stood in the way, didn't he? And didn't let Roberts yeah. take the throw in. What, what, I, what, what flabbergasted me more was that he was outside of his technical, technical area. Mm. 
and he, he interfered with player outside of his technical area. I mean, it's one thing to interfere with play when you're inside your technical area, but when you're outside and you've interfered, it's a clear sending off by the rule by the rule of the book. It's yeah. just and then and then the referee proceeded to go and give Connor Roberts a yellow card. And I'm like, really? Like all the yellow cards that you didn't give yeah. for time wasting and stuff like that for the for, for them. And you can't give Roberts the yellow card even though that their their rep their coach should have been sent off. I was just like, what what their 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 uh, referee box in the uh, stands must smell like weed because they were smoking somewhat right. <laughs> you know, uh, just, hope, play, just, just to play devil's that. advocate though. Yeah, sorry, Sean, but just to play Should devil's be. advocate though. I've I've not seen it since. I only saw it at the time. You boys must have seen replays and stuff. I only saw it at the time. Just to play devil's advocate, did he not just stand his ground? Like I didn't notice. I didn't notice he was out of the technical area. If he was, then fair enough. But did he not just stand his ground? Connor Roberts could have easily just gone round him. You know, it's thirty seconds left, Connor. Get that big throw down the line and get a kick off. Connor Roberts went half went looking for it as well. But that, I, I think the difference between it is, and he's outside of his technical area, mm. and he's interfered with play. So to me, that's the sending off. If he's inside, yeah. then yeah. But if he's inside, he should be a bit back from the pitch, and he shouldn't be on the touchline. If you know what I mean. Yeah. Connor Roberts then runs across the front of him and makes a throw, but he's outside of it and, and he's interfered with play. You know. Yeah. Fair enough. Sean, you wanted to speak. Sorry, uh, Jamie. I thought it, you it didn't. Look Sean, you wanted to, to speak before I said that. Well, what were your thoughts? I was going to say it didn't look deliberate to me from either party. It's just one of those things that happens. But um, I just hope we appeal the yellow card because, I, as I say, I don't think it's deliberate for me, the party. Um, mm. I just don't think it needed to be a yellow. You can't appeal. Is that a new rule where you can appeal yellows? No, I, I don't know. Maybe you can't. No, but I don't think you could. Those, you know, if that stacks up and he gets a suspension for five yellows, or one of them's because he's run into the back of a manager who's taking a step backwards into the path of his run-up. Yeah. See, I, 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 I think... Sorry, I, I don't think the yellow was because of... I think the yellow might have been the reaction. Dissent and his reaction to or... the coach. So it was either... It wasn't dissent, but it was like... Um, you can get yellowed for like aggressive... Well, I don't know what the ruling of it is, but you know, I think it was the, the way he reacted to it. But I just... Yeah, I still think if you look at the letter of the law, the coach gets the red card before the yellow card is given. Yep, fair enough. Um, man of the match then, boys, quickly. I would have asked Neil, but he had to shoot off for a curry. Um, who's your man of the match, Jamie? I'll start with you. Give it Brownhill for the goal. Quality goal. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> Sean? Uh, yeah, Brownhill or Benson. I don't like giving it sub usually, but he played for yeah. five minutes and he was quality. Yeah. Um, get your comments in as well. We'll be happy to read some um, comments out as well for Man of the Matches. I'll just give it marks, and I thought you were everywhere. I thought you were class, and just to, just to give it somebody different as well. Uh, Bob Devine says Brownhill, uh, Man of the Match. Fair enough, can agree with that. He, he played very. I thought Cullen played well as well again today, but he did get the ball away a little bit more than he did against Huddersfield. He wasn't as good as he was against Huddersfield, but I do think he played very well. I I just give it Martin. I tell you what I do want to do as well. Just quickly, this will be the last thing we do before. If we get any more comments in, I might potentially read one more out. Uh, but I do want to quickly look at our fixtures because I was wrong when I said Notorious BJB says Brownhill. Simon Edson said Martin. I was wrong when I said Blackpool is the next game after Watford because it goes Watford, then Hull on a Tuesday night, then Blackpool, then Wigan away, then Millwall at home, then West Brom away. I think I generally I think we'll get beat against Watford. 
personally, um, just because of the inexperience in the back and just get rid of that comment, the inexperience in the back line and the fact that they've got three very good forwards. Um, I think we'll beat Hull at home. I think we'll beat Blackpool at home. I think we'll beat Wigan away. Millwall, Millwall will be a tough one, but I think we should probably, let's be honest, we're in the championship now. We should be beating any team at home, really. You've got to look at your own games and say, yeah, we should be beating them. And then maybe get beat at West Brom or a draw. What are you boys thinking? I'll just go in order on the screen. So, Sean, what are you thinking for the next fixtures? Um, I think Watford's a tough one. I'm an optimist. I'm going to say a draw, but I think it's going to be a tough game. Yeah. Hull, I think we win. Uh, Blackpool, I'm travelling north and I'm coming on that one. So, if we lose, that's my fault. Uh, Wigan, they played well against Norwich today, but they did. They I did. think we beat them. Millwall, they've lost um, that lad who's gone to West Brom, Wallace. So I think we beat yeah. him. West Brom's a tough one, but Steve Bruce is a donkey. So, yeah, he's... famous last words, famous last words. <laughs> uh, Jamie, your thoughts on the next six, six games? Yeah, I, I think we lose against Watford. Um, I think we'll probably win the rest of the games, to be honest, uh, apart from West Brom. And I'm putting money on Jed Wallace to score it just because we was a. Uh, yeah. We, we used to have an obsession it? with him. Um, yeah, <laughs> so that's me. Yep, fair enough. Well, I'll wrap it up here then, boys. Thank you for coming on the show. It's been a pleasure. Um, Sean, last week, you just, like, we, I ended the show, and normally we end the show and I chat for like five minutes, just say thanks and that. I'm like, oh, cheers for coming on, mate. I looked and he'd gone. And then I couldn't find him. I looked for him on Twitter. I don't even know his Twitter handle. I was like, get Sean back on. I'm like, I will do. I'm thinking, I don't even know. I don't know where he is. I'm not going to get him back on. Uh, but I've got you know, anyway, so if you want to go, you can go. Um, but I do have a pizza downstairs with me. Well, it's a burger, actually. But thank you, everybody, for coming on. Um, just quickly read some comments out. Um, Notorious says, 11 points out of that six. Three wins, two draws, loss at Watford. Yep, pretty much. Uh, I'd agree with that. Um, there or thereabouts. So I'd have one defeat. Four wins, one draw. So it's there, thereabouts. Matt Lawcock says, defeat, win, draw, draw. With no way we draw against bloody Blackpool. The shite. Uh, win, loss. Um, how can you get a pizza and a burger mixed up, Joe? Like I said, you can tell Matt's had a beer. Because I ordered two pizzas and a burger. Not all for me, obviously. Two for the... One for the missus, one for the little boy and a burger for me. Um, but lads, I am going to wrap it up here. Thank you for coming on. Jamie, it's been a pleasure. Sean, it's been a pleasure. Neil, if you listen to this later on, again, it's been a pleasure. Sorry that I had issues earlier on as well for those of you um, that, that it affected Neil mainly. Uh, but it's been a pleasure. And if you're just watching this now um, and you want to get back and watch like the, the rest of it that you've missed and then you can do, just it stays on YouTube. So if you're watching this live now is what I'm trying to say. When you think, oh, I've only just I've only just joined this live, I would have liked to know what they talked about. As soon as this live ends, you can watch it from the beginning. It stays on YouTube. And again, if you if you'd rather listen to it on a drive to work tomorrow or Monday, I'll be putting it out as an audio only podcast. So thank you for watching. And I will do um a pre-game show uh, before the game against um who's it? what a horrible freeze that is. There we go. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I will do a pre-game show before the Watford game with everybody's favourite guests, the Watford fans from Do Not Scratch Your Eyes. I've already spoke to them. They're on again this week. So it'd be good to get them boys back. That'll probably be out about Wednesday. So fingers crossed for that and I'll see you all there. But thanks for watching and I'll see you next time. Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates have already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. 
Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.